Hey, everybody, and welcome to Breaking the Wall podcast. It's me, Brandon. And today I wanted to make an episode that's a little more tactile of uh, a recommendation of things that I wish I have started doing earlier or made time to start doing, and that is to document everything. And this is in terms to your work. So we're talking about any choreographic things you make, if you are a teacher, any phrases you make, including any plies, tondus, not just the main big phrase at the end, but really anything that you create, having a video of that specifically. And this has become more important for me over the years as I start getting into more of my own creative process and start you know, expanding my class. And I really have to give credit to my friend Kayla Farish. We work together, uh, and hopefully I have her on the podcast soon. Um, it's in the works. But uh, last year we made a piece together called Broken Record. It premiered on the Little Island, uh, which is a park here in New York City, where it's a site-specific piece where we're moving throughout the park. Uh, music is playing on the speakers around the area. Uh, It was a really beautiful work, but throughout the whole process, Kayla was so specific about the importance of getting it filmed. And in my head, I'm like, yes, we're in the pandemic, like, let's make a film of it. But what she was really talking about was a documentation of the piece, which is different from a film. And I'll talk about uh, what that is and what the differences are in this episode. But I mean... It really, there was a a light bulb click in my mind about how important it really is to have really good documentation of everything you create. I mean, if you have any dreams of having commissioned work, um, starting to do submissions this year, maybe, if you want to do guest teaching over the summer or you want to do any guest teaching throughout your career, um, any kind of promotional materials, all of this is, it's so important that you have evidence of the work you've created up to that point. I mean, people, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, they want to know what they're going to get before they get it. And by people, I'm talking about studio owners, people who um, set up classes, the people on panels who give people money to create more work. You know, it's, it's very rare that there are organizations that will just say, hey, uh, just let us know that you're a dance maker and we will give you money. I, I I actually don't have any experience of any of those. So having a body of work and having a good representation of the work you've created in school that you're creating now, it's not just what you create after school. It's the work you're making today that needs really good documentation. Um, but you know, through documentation, we can show the energy of our work. We can show the energy and, um, you know, process of our classes or our teaching. Uh, we can really use documentation and filming and having these uh, types of videos to really promote our class and show people what it's like to work with us before they hire us. So if you want to teach more places, you need to have footage for your class. If you want to create more work, you need to have footage of that work. The big thing here is we can't let it be an afterthought, okay? I think a lot of times we spend so much time putting the show together, creating the work. But 
And then at the end, we're like, oh, yeah, maybe we should film it. And we just, like, post on Instagram, anyone free tomorrow, right? Who can come and, like, hold my iPhone up and do this? What I hope to do with this episode is push push this idea more to the front of your mind as something that you need to think about as you're creating, right? I mean, and this, and sorry, and you know, I feel like I might be jumping around a little bit, and I definitely want to jump into you know how to document your work and kind of the steps to do that. But other than just the work, having the foresight to document your work, you can get photographers in the studio as you're creating. You can get people on stage for your tech rehearsals. You can. Uh, you know, really take the time to make sure you get one really good take of your work. Yeah, and that's one really good take of your class phrases, one really good take of your stage performance, whatever it is. It's so important that we bring this to the front of our minds as we start creating more and more, or if we've already created work in the past that we want to present other places. So, this episode is really about how do we document the work, right? So I just want to give you some pointers, some step-by-step ideas of how you can do this uh, now that I've told you why it's so important. And the big thing here is that when you're documenting your work, we need clear video. Yeah, I have a stack of DVDs from college, at, at least 15 to 20, Stacks of DVDs of my choreographic work, every dance I've ever been in in college. And the footage is crap. Like, it's all, you know, I thought it was great because, you know, it showed me on stage. But it's blurry. It's far away. Uh, it looks more like blobs moving on spa- in on the stage than actual dancing. It's distracting. So when you're documenting your Piece, yes, think wide, think big picture. Okay. I I'm not talking about artistic films where we get close-ups, where we get um, you know, side angles, when we get interesting uh framing. I'm looking for what is the viewpoint of the audience, right? If they are in, if you are making a proscenium piece, show the full body of the person, show the full uh, you know, the full stage the full frontal view of what you made if it's a more immersive thing you still should have these full body images right or these full body videos what i want you to be aware of though and this is the mistake i fell into years ago was you know thinking stage lighting would be helpful or more or better for documentation really it might actually pull away from what your piece is right so when we're filming on stage sometimes Changing lights can make our images seem blurry. You know, it's not the same as seeing in real life. So, if anything, get something with just work lights on stage. Or get something, get a big enough studio where you can show the full work in a well-lit space. I mean, it's really important to remember that a documentation is not a dance film. There is a big difference there. Documenting is great to show work to other people. Uh, A film is, you know, that finished product, but it has that more artistic lens on it. A documentation is really just to show what the thing is, right? Without any cuts, without any, you know, splicing or 
um, really, of course, you can have those things and show those things as well. But if you're trying to show a work that's in process, or if you're trying to show a work that you want to expand on, it's so much better to have something that's just straightforward. Along with just footage, video footage, it's also important to get some behind the scene photos, right? Pictures of the process, you know, these are great for, you know, Instagram promotion, but also helps paint that picture again of what you want your larger work to be or paint a picture of what you're going to create next or how you work in the studio. The more information and insight we can give to people about what they're going to get when they give us money, when they give us teaching opportunities or choreographic opportunities, the better, right? So have that. And then also, one other form of documentation is to write everything down. Not necessarily the steps, but the events, the events, the times, the places, the people involved. I like to keep a list of everything I do in terms of choreographic opportunities or you know, teaching opportunities, anywhere I teach, how many times I teach there, the age range, the type of class, the, you know, what kind of commission was it? What kind of work was it? What were the dates of those things? And for me, I do this because eventually I want to apply for bigger choreographic opportunities and also maybe go to grad school, you know, apply for bigger teaching jobs, which are eventually going to require these types of of uh, this type of information. And, you know, this is just going to make it easier for me down the line when I have to put CVs together, multiple pages long, of just having all that information ready to go. So if you can start doing that now and just keeping a notes tab on your phone, a Word document on your computer, something like that is going to make your life so much easier down the road. So that's basically the meat of why it's so important and how we need to be documenting our work. If you're teaching class, it's the same rules, right? Of course, we love these interesting Instagram videos where you zoom in on like a combo and zoom out. And, you know, we really want to grab people's attention. But also remember to get the full thing in there. Get the full body uh, filming. I said this before. I really hate filming in class. It, I feel it's distracting from my goal of teaching and giving my undivided attention to people. So I'll just, you know, keep a couple of people at the end of class, once class is over, to do the phrase one more time in a very pulled out wide frame. So that way I have it for if I ever want to bring it back again, if I ever want to share it with studios that are looking for new teachers. And then every six months or so, I invite an actual photographer, an actual videographer to come in and film my class throughout the class, right? Once again, it is a documentation of how I teach. So I make sure I get them filming me teaching an actual phrase. Um, Also the energy, how are people reacting to my teaching? What are they getting from it? And this is just one more way for me to let people who I want to hire me or commission me, this is just one more way for me to let those people in on my process and uh, what I'm like to work with. Right. Remember, we want to show people as much as we can what we're like to work with before they hire us. So they feel like it's a no brainer. Right. We want this person to make a new piece on our company. We want this people, this person to educate our children. Right. This person is going to come to our school for a week and have a residency. That's what they're paying for. Right. So the more we can do this, the better off we'll be in the future. 
I mean, overall, any footage or documentation is better than none, but I'm telling you to get some really nice footage of your work, right? You know this now. I am telling you, get really good footage, not blurry, really good documentation, find a good friend with a nice camera maybe, compensate them for helping you out, and then save that somewhere on like a hard drive. So you just have all of this material. So when the opportunities do come along, you're ready for them. Yeah. So just a quick episode for you all today. Um, If you love this or if you have questions about this, go ahead and DM me, message me, let me know what you think. As always, I appreciate you listening and taking the time to, you know, hear my thoughts and hear my advice. Um, If it's good, though, always leave us a review. And I will see you all in another episode. Bye, everybody.